Real Estate. I'm your host, Lyra Wilkerson. I apologize about not getting up on time. I am a one-woman show over here, still trying to run a business, but still trying to put out episodes for you guys that are finding value here. So I appreciate the grace. I'm very excited about today's show. We've got Miss Allie coming on. We're going to talk about buyer checklists, uh, what that means, what that looks like, and how to make sure that you can leverage those for your success. Thank you so much for joining me today, Allie. Um, I'm excited to get into our conversation. Do you want to go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about you and your real estate background? Yeah, absolutely. I never thought I'd be a real estate agent. First of all, I'll say that I'm originally from New York. I joined the Air Force. I spent a decade in the Air Force and I had it. I wanted to start just having more autonomy over my life. So that's why I became a real estate agent uh, two and a half years ago. And I've gotten to the point now where I'm pretty much taking a step back. I stopped uh, pretty much taking on clients. It's now all referral based and I love it. You know, I joined uh, from Arizona. I joined a crew across the country and we've started expanding ever since then. Uh, I joined them because of the checklist and all the resources and training mentorship that they provided. And um, now I'm already taking a step back and like teaching other agents how to do the same thing. I love it. I feel like that's, you know, the goal of a lot of real estate agents come into, right? Most people come in and, you know, they're living paycheck to paycheck or whatever that looks like for them. But at some point, we all want to stop selling houses. And if you don't, God bless you. But I, I definitely do. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, I met a gentleman at a happy hour like last year and he was definitely older and he was still very passionate about selling houses. And I looked at my husband and I said, babe, we cannot be selling houses at that age. I swear I will trip over myself. I <laughs> it will be so yeah. bad. I was like, please let's have an end goal and an exit strategy before, before 50. That would be, yes. that would be oh, ideal. Yes. You are definitely not 50. Um, so <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I you am 33. Like, like, and, you don't look uh, good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm 33 and I, I've already like done, I'm, I'm pretty much of a nerd. Like I'm a big time nerd, but I think that by 45, I will be completely financially independent. I'm like, I'm almost there now, you know, like I'm lean FI now, if you've, if anyone's ever heard of that, but yeah, that's exactly why the, I joined the group that I did. They were all about just financial independence, retire early, make that yeah. work optional. Right. No, I love it. You, I mean, you have to have an exit strategy and you have to be able to, which is hard, right? We don't get a retirement package necessarily. Um, you know, yes, you can invest in stocks and, and have, you know, investment portfolios, build downlines, uplines, sideways lines, whatever that is. And maybe it will work out for you, but it doesn't necessarily work out for everybody. And, you know, we all have to figure out what it is that we, what, what our end goal looks like. And I love that you're, you know, um, one that you're nerdy. I support that. Uh, woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Finally beat Baldur's Gate 3 last night, and I was so relieved. <laughs> like, oh, thank God I could get back to my real life now. Um, and then, um, you know, that that you're working towards that, right? I, I follow a lot of the, the Dave Ramsey pages and follow him, you know, with his stuff. And I know he's pretty anti-real estate agent, but, you know, being able to get in there and have conversations with people that are are having having similar goals, right? Cutting down the debt um, and, and cutting that out of your life, especially right now in this market and this economy where things are going, no idea what's going on with the election next year. Um, mm -hmm. I never thought I'd be into politics, but now that I'm a business owner, I'm like, God, I need to know. I need to know what's <laughs> happening in the world. Um, <laughs> it all affects us, right? So I, I love it. Um, what? Um, so as far as these checklists, okay, we have, um, you know, I mean, obviously you get somebody under contract and you're like, yay, here's send an escrow, make sure you're doing your inspection. Right. But these are things that we all, we all know, right. Hopefully, 
hopefully everybody knows that, um, you know, helping guide everybody along through the transaction as the expert. But what are some things that you've seen that people forget that you feel really are really valuable in your checklists? Oh my gosh. So many <laughs> items can be easily forgotten. So like my, my buyer checklist, my seller checklist, my referral checklist, uh, especially the buyer and the seller checklist, they are like 200 steps long. Like what? they're it's, it's intense. When I say I'm like granular, I'm nerdy. I like, I have everything written out, even like my lessons learned, you know, like in case this is a 1031 exchange, don't forget to do this at this time. And it's another reminder. So yeah, full on flow charts going on is what you're saying. Ev- yes. Yes. Because there's nothing worse than waking up in the middle of the night being like, oh my gosh, did I send that email? Did I, you know, follow up with this? Like, there is no reason to wake up in the middle, in the middle of the night thinking and having that anxiety. Yeah. It's just as easy as checking the box. And of course, checking boxes psychologically feels really good. It does. I (laughs) Um, agree. Yeah. So I have like, I have the checklist, but the, the, I guess to answer your question, what is the most commonly like overlooked things? A lot of the, I'm, Overall, I would just say follow up in general, you know, like just because somebody reached out to you saying that they want to work with you doesn't mean that it's solidified yet. Like jump on the call, like have the same process every time I do the same thing, whether they're my best friend, my wife (laughs) or a stranger, you know, it's the same process every single time. And, um, one of my biggest lessons learned actually was using, I was using Calendly incorrectly. So yeah. So now I use Calendly as my, uh, meeting number one, it wasn't an email, but there could just be so much more, um, done via Calendly. So I can get into that if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still trying to get the hang of Calendly, but I will say that because of everything with my schedule, like a lot of it, you know, like I know every Tuesday and Thursday, my son has karate at 4:40 until six. Well, with a lot of the things that I've had going on, I've made my Calendly, but setting setting that out, I've learned that I really need to be better about putting things in my calendar. Otherwise, I end up in a bad position. Um, you know, like I had to cancel my dentist appointment last week because I didn't allow enough of a gap in between appointments. And I was like, okay, Lyra, there's a setting in there for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> utilizing the tools to the fullest capability is all. Right. It's always a, a goal there. Um, so, <laughs> so do you use arena for all of your flow charts? Have you, have you learned arena at all? Microsoft arena? I think it's Microsoft. No. Do okay. tell. So, um, I, I have bachelors, um, that I got last year and one of the last classes I took was, um, it was projects, I believe. And it was arena. So you learn, and you, I learned this whole program it was a pain in the butt. Um, and I hated it for a while, but I was able to actually map out our buyer and our seller flow charts. And it was, if this, then this, and then you were able to do that. And then you can actually program each section and like account for like the different employees and like their turnover rates or like their their um conversion rates and everything like that it gives me anxiety thinking about getting back into it but uh, man if i could nail it it would be an amazing program for somebody that's really techie to be able to like you said if this then that and then like set it up and like you know you can add your your conversions in there so you can almost do like an economic model and be like okay well you know, cause we have a team, right? So I'd be like, all right, this person's conversion is actually probably closer to 60% instead of 70 or 80. And then you could put that in there and then it'll calculate numbers and stuff. It's interesting. That's, that's amazing. I actually have a person that I know I'm going to reach out to about this. I put it on my calendar already Saturday. I'm going to be looking into arena. Um, so yeah, I, I can connect you to Ross, uh, who is super techie. Like essentially you tell him what you want to be done and he's like, I got you and he'll do it. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Well, yeah. you'll have to, yeah, y- y- we'll be friends after this. You figure that out yeah. and then we'll, we'll connect and we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> coordinate. All right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
All right. So what you do use now, what program do you use to keep track of all this? You print out a physical checklist. Do you use Trello or Monday or what does that look like? I use Trello. 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 um, Yeah, absolutely. First of all, it's free. Of course, there are paid options, but I do everything on just the free version. You can have up to 10 boards. So um, I'll share some of my my boards with the agents on my crew as like referrals whenever I start, you know, sending them a lot. It's, you know, it's it's a great way to have a 30,000 foot view of all of your clients. Where are they at? How far from closing? When do I need to follow back up? So The one thing that Trello, because I don't pay for it, um, the one thing that Trello is lacking is the notification to me saying, hey, you need to follow up with this person. It's been mm. a month. Right. So that's where I use my CRM. So yeah. hand in hand, but overall Trello. Okay. I was going to ask if you know that flows into your CRM at all, just because like that helps. I do know um, at one point when we were using it at a high level, when I had a, um, a full-time admin that was very hands-on, you know, we would use that. It makes it so easy to be able to set up your entire checklist and then you just copy it, duplicate it, and then name it with the fi- the person's name or the transaction name. And then you'd be like, okay, great. And then you just assign tasks to people and it makes it so simple. Um, so, you yes. know, I absolutely love Trello. Big fan. Um, <laughs> yes. So um, what, um, what do you... F- so you mentioned referral checklist, and I'm going to ask because I feel like other people are also going to be very curious. Give give me some more explanation on yeah, <laughs> what what's does in that there? look like. Yeah, what's a referral yeah. checklist? What do you mean? Yeah. All you do is send out the paperwork, and then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> um. So a lot of my business, actually, 78 percent of my business is now outbound referral, and I started that way, like. So my first year in the business, I was doing a lot of the buyers and sellers directly, and then I had too many leads to handle. I know how that sounds. That sounds like very <laughs> odd, but that's why I had to grow my crew. It's like, hey, I have to, I cannot handle all these people. Yeah. Um. So I started doing a lot of outbound referrals, and since then, I've transitioned my business to that. So being exp to exp, that's super easy, right? Of course, like yeah. brokerages make it very, very easy to keep like transactions in house. But everything from how to even find a good referring agent, um, should you send it to just one or a couple? Right. So there, I have the whole checklist, a whole section on how to even find them. Because sometimes you're maybe if you want to keep it in house in EX or whatever brokerage you're in, you might not have the best agent for your client might not be in your brokerage. And yeah. So definitely. yeah. So then it's like. Um, how exactly to fill out the the paperwork in case for some reason you don't have a TC that does it for you, how to follow up. Um, like all, cause I, it's been, I I've gone through everything, right? Like I've had, uh, checks where I'm paid out the next day, which is amazing. And then sometimes it's like two months and I'm like, Hey, what, did you guys close? You said that right. you did. So it like in full detail, step-by-step step, all the way through the follow-up, asking the client for the review as well, even though oh. you didn't help them, why not? If they enjoyed the experience, it was because you made the connection. So could you leave a review on my Google business page just saying, Hey, Allie has some good connections. That's it. You know, super, super quick. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I love that too. You know, I yeah. mean, we all need, we all need more reviews, right? Like that's never a bad thing unless they're bad reviews, but that never happens. Right. Cause we, we yeah. always perform exceptionally. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's great. And I guess there's also, you know, if you're doing so much referral business, you don't remember necessarily how many people, you know, uh, how, how many, you know, who you've sent to, to whom, right. Yes. And then you don't want to get overwhelmed with that. You don't want to forget getting paid or, you know, sometimes if, um, I know like, 
other, you know, other brokerages will send out um, the check directly and they'll just put the address and maybe it doesn't right. have a referral name on it. It doesn't have Allie's name on it. How, how is the brokerage going to know that it belongs to you? And then this check is just floating in limbo at the brokerage, you know, and they want to process it. You know, I have been that person. I process checks for my old brokerage. And I was like, oh. why is this check sitting here? I need to get it out of my box. And it caused me anxiety. Uh, yeah. I would go around to everybody's office, like, hey, did you close a referral check here? Um, does this address wow. sound familiar to you? So like, I, I get that. And then you, you know, maybe you can also kind of help keep track of like, if you have one particular referral agent in a specific area, then, you know, if you sent them a couple referrals and you're not getting anything in return, maybe, maybe they're not giving the best value. Maybe they're mm -hmm. overwhelmed with, you know, the amount of business and they can't handle it. And how do you know that if you're not keeping track? So I think that I love it. You must be very organized. Digitally, I am. Physically, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I wish I wish I was organized, but I feel like that kind of is what it's almost one of my superpowers where I'm like just all over the place to a point where my brain's going everywhere. But I, if I could just hone it in, I think I would I think I could run for president. I just can't hone it. <laughs> I can't reel it in. I mean, I think you might as well. I don't, I, you know, I think you should run for president. Yeah, that's fair. My husband's talking about I'll running for mayor there. and I'm like, yeah, babe, go for it. I support you. Oh, wow. I'm like, forget the, forget the guy right now. Nobody likes him anymore. So just go. Fortunately, we missed this year. We'll have to go in for the next election, but we can start planning now. So, nice. uh, um, so, so what, like, what led you to, you know, obviously mistakes, right, are how we grow, you know, there are opportunities for growth. So what were kind of some of the, the pitfalls that you experienced before you became, you know, you had 200 items on your checklist? Because at one point, I'm sure it started out at like 25, like what mine looks like, right? And I feel like yeah. that's details. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> What kind, of, waking, so what kind of yeah mistakes? like waking up in the middle of the night going you know ah i forgot to send that email to title to get the escrow information out or you know what is what did that look yeah. like yeah so like i said I, I i'm in arizona and the group that i joined was all the way north carolina and they Ooh. i mean since then we've expanded to like 25 states two countries but i joined their group because of checklists so i expanded on those checklists i i um didn't really have any of those like major mistakes when I was first starting because I already had, you had a those, good foundation. Baseline, right? Yeah. Awesome. But I was still waking up in the middle of the night because there were new things, right? Like, oh, like I had never experienced this. So I wanted everything. Like I didn't want any lesson lost. So I wanted to, so I have all my checklists. Um, I also have something of what I call a real estate Bible that I have like for those in my EXP downline. And that has everything that I've ever learned ever, ever about real estate sales. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of it, it like will go hand in hand with the checklist. So that's uh, every single time. And I, I still up, update it yeah. now, you know, like even as a, just mainly a referral agent, there's always something new, um, that I'm like, and plus forms change timelines change. Yeah. So I'm always updating it and I'm always going to be updating it. I think yeah. that that's where a lot of people feel frustrated as they have spent so much time on whatever they're working on times change. And they don't realize that it's not a one and done. It's forever going to be a process. Yeah. And I, I, 
I get frustrated with that part, right? And I'm like, oh, yay, I'm so excited for, you know, my listing or pr presentation to be nailed down. Well, it took me almost a year to nail it down. And now things have changed. Like, like my stats have changed, right? I have to fix that and recrunch stats. You know, my team has changed. I got, you know, I've had different people come and go. I got to change that part of it. You know, the intro by, heck, I had to change my, my freaking, my bio like three times in the last three years, you know, because at first it was yeah. boyfriend, fiance, husband. My kid went from eight, seven, eight to nine. You know, I, I went from one dog to two dogs, you know, because we foster animals. So I have all that fun stuff in there. And I'm like, all right, maybe I just really need to make this generic so I don't have to yeah. change anymore. But, you know, things like that, things change. Just, you know, I feel like my lesson presentation was great. And now I feel like I need to completely redo the entire thing over, you know, and change that system. But you have to put different touches on things for certain areas of the market, different areas of business. My, my you know, presentations for Georgia are completely different for Florida, right? Because it's mm. a different, different area, different market. Heck, even yeah. the, even the um, going from Orlando to the coast is different because the market's entirely different, right? Everybody, Orlando's yeah. flying, you know, still moving and the coast is just kind of, you know, it's on beach time, right? It's, it's crawling, it's crawling. So, <laughs> so, you know, you have to make adjustments for that. And there's always something, especially as you grow and expand, maybe, you know, heck, I'm learning how to sell businesses now. Now I have to make an entire everything for that. Like I have to make a whole new like page on my face, like on my, my website for that. I got to do different, I have to make different checklists for that. I have, you know, there's so many different factors and yeah. as you continue to grow, people have to make changes to it. Right. And you learn things that don't work. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, I've got to redo this whole thing all over again. I feel like right. that can be a frustrating part, but it's also part of being a business owner. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's what people don't realize. You know, it's like, oh, being a business owner is just getting clients. No, it's all of the admins, all the systems. And of course you can pay somebody to do that, but they, yeah. you still have to elaborate what you're looking for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a you lot. Have to, you have to own that part of it still. Right. And that there's the, um, you know, the I, we, they factor, right. You yeah. do it at first, you learn how to master it. You learn what you want out of it. And then you share it with the other person that you're passing it off to. And you guys do it together and you spend time in that phase to make sure that they're doing it right and everything that you want out of it. And then all of a sudden it's they where they take ownership and you have to let go of the ownership, which sometimes can be very difficult for some of us, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's about things that I ask somebody else to do, wondering if they actually did it or not. It's right. <laughs> like, did they do it? And I am like, I can't text them at one o'clock in the morning asking if they <laughs> sent that email because <laughs> they're never going to work for me again. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And that's, oh. that's where I found that some of this AI that's coming out now is, has been so helpful. Like for, I, I, I don't use Gmail. I, I actually use superhuman now, which is connected to my outlook. It's like 30 bucks a month, but it's super, super easy to like do a lot of shortcuts. So whenever I send an email out, I can just with two taps of, a, of the keyboard, I can have that same email come back to me. Um, and remind me in two days, four days, whatever I announce or, or later that afternoon, just to make sure one, that they received it two that they're working on it. Right. Um, yeah. Similar to boomerang. Okay. Like yeah. I have not used boomerang, extension. but, um, thankfully at some point Gmail decided that it would start reminding us. So I just got a reminder oh, cool. this morning about an email that I sent out three days ago. And it's like, as a little orange thing. It says three days ago, not, you know, follow up question mark. And I'm like, well, they yep. already texted me back and responded, but this is great. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anything to make our lives easier. Um, <laughs> all right. So what other random technologies do you have in your utility belt that might be useful for people listening? Uh, 
so I guess you mentioned like four that I don't know what they are at this point you're you're talking about like Riverside (laughs) something earlier and then oh yeah Yeah, Riverside (laughs) is where we host our our podcast um so superhuman I actually another thing on superhuman is uh well, similar to any other email that you could use, just templates, right? But it, with Superhuman, again, two clicks of the keyboard, and I have my seller email number one, two, three, all three through six, buyer email one through six, um, referrals just two there. But right. that's that's been so helpful. You know, I'm, anytime you're going to send an email out that has been sent before, that needs to be a template. Yep. So no, absolutely. I mean, I have my templates in Trello in my checklist, you know what I mean? But like, mm. and so that way we just copy and paste them over. But yeah. I mean, instead of having to open up Trello, having to open up Gmail, you know, and like copy and paste it, you know, and everything like that, I feel like being able to just click a button, obviously would be so much simpler. And maybe Gmail does do it. Maybe I need to spend more time fiddling with it. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think things that I have on my to-do list that are very low on my to-do list. Right. Right. Um, but I think that's what happens to people. And it's like, well, maybe the system does do it, but because I'm not taking the time to learn it and I'm wasting, you know, 20 hours over my, you know, my month versus just the five hours it's going to take for me to Google and take class and learn how to do it. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I also use Opus too for my, um, like social media for short form. Okay. Yeah. Is that like a scheduler for all of them? Like across the board? No, I, um, it's, it's a way to take long form content that's already posted on YouTube Mm -hmm. and like chop it up. It's all done by AI. You'll literally just take the URL of that YouTube, the long form, you throw it into Opus and it's paid. You have to pay Mm -hmm. for it. It's, it's very small. Um, and then they'll give you, between like 10 to 20 different short form clips and it'll rank it too in order as far as what they think is the best like a score 199 I've never gotten 100 I've, I get a lot of 99s though and then all the way down to like 60 like hey this is probably not the best because there's pauses you don't get to the point you know etc yeah. so interesting it's super cool. okay I will definitely have to check all of those out you know I don't think I've ever walked away from a podcast having so much homework to do but I will be looking into those <laughs> anything that you know I don't care if I have to pay for it if it's leverage or makes my life easier or something faster I'm all about it a hundred percent so uh, yeah. well we are running up on time here so for um, Allie for anybody that wants to reach out to you to learn you know more about you know referral opportunities maybe get some information about those checklists talk about their business whatever that looks like how do they contact you yeah, shoot me a text. My personal cell phone number is area code 914-318-4918. Um, and if for some reason you're, and text, because I actually don't do phone calls. So That's definitely fair. text and then we'll schedule a call. Um, or find me on social media. I'm Allie the agent on all social media. Allie spelled A-L-I. She has a very cool uh, neon behind her saying Allie the agent. And I'm very jealous that I don't have a super cool neon behind me. But, um, you know, <laughs> my office is is definitely not as nice as yours, but I will work on that now. <laughs> yeah, do it. Put it on your to-do list. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it on very low on my to-do list, just like all the other important things in my life. Like, um, you know, going to the gym, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much, Allie. I really appreciated having you on, um, you know, and uh, I will talk to you again soon, hopefully. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Thanks so much, Allie. I appreciate that she's touching on organization and how important it is. I I mean, obviously we know it's important, but I feel like that's something that kind of falls off to the wayside just because of how busy we get, that that's something that we tend to feel like we could do later. Um, and I definitely know that's true by evidence of looking at my desk. <laughs> uh, so, you know, 
being able to have those checklists in place, especially with something free like Trello, which is an amazing, um, you know, a, an amazing system, being able to organize that. So then you can share them off with people, especially if you become in a position where you're a team leader or a mentor, then you can at least share those with your um, with your agents that you're helping. That way you're not sitting there and trying to duplicate things or trying to explain things. And then you miss a step and then they miss a step and then, you know, chaos, you're putting out fires. So um, I, I honestly never even thought about having a referral checklist, but I love it, especially if you're sending out that many referrals, then why, why wouldn't you have them organized trying to track, track down checks? You never know. So thanks so much, Allie. I'm going to put her information into the podcast description. She does have a podcast too. So definitely go check that out and give her some love. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, you can sign up at rlrepodcast.com or email me rlrepodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. For those that feel that they are too small to make a difference in the world, try sleeping with a mosquito. Go out there and make your difference, guys, and I will talk to you next time.